Good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm Dave Thurston, one of the elders, and welcome to this service this morning. Um, I'm supposed to be doing welcomes and explanations. Um, so if you've never been on one of these Zoom services before, where have you been? Um, but for everybody else, um, can you remain on mute unless you are taking part in a particular uh, element? Um, hopefully you've all got um, a copy of the newsletter and there's a long message from Steve um, regarding WhatsApp. Um, so if you are on the WhatsApp prayer chain, um, there's some information about that and also a WhatsApp group TR chat. And um, rather alarmingly, it says um, this will allow people who wish to ask a question or chat about a recent service. So all those who are taking services, it's probably a good idea to sign up to that um, um, so that I know what uh, everybody else is saying about it. Um, this, this week, the service is led by Jenny Travis. Um, next week, um, for those who um, cook their Sunday lunch based on the timing of their service uh, of the sermon, um, you'll be using a microwave. Um, so that should give you an indication as to who is preaching next week. Uh, without any further ado, I'll hand over to Jenny. Thank you, Dave. Our call to worship this morning. Come to worship God and praise his glorious name, the God of winter and springtime, the God of summer and autumn, God of light, warmth, love, the God of potential and hope, who in the darkest days enters our lives as he enters the world, bringing love, healing and wholeness. Let us pray. God of all creation, of bare forest and low northern skies, of paths unknown and never to be taken, of bramble, sparrow and damp dark earth. Remind us, Heavenly Father, that you created seasons for a purpose. Spring is full of expectation buds breaking, frosts abating and awakening of creation before the first days of summer. Now the sun gives warmth and comfort to our lives, reviving aching joints, bringing colour, new life and crops to fruiting. Autumn gives us nature's space to lean back Relax and enjoy the fruits of its labour. Mallow colours in sky and landscape as the earth prepares to rest. Then winter cold and bare as nature takes stock, rests, unwinds, sleeps until the time is right. An endless cycle and yet a perfect model. We need a winter in our lives, Lord, a time of rest, a time to stand still, a time to reacquaint ourselves with the faith in which we live. It is only then 
that we can draw strength from the one in whom we are rooted. Take time to grow and rise through the darkness into the warm glow of your springtime. To blossom and flourish, bring colour and vitality to this world, your garden. Thank you, Father, for the seasons. Amen. Now is the time to worship Come Now is the time to give your heart Come Just as you are to worship Come Just as you are Steve will now lead us in the Lord's Prayer. Thank you, Steve.
Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Right, <clears throat> apparently I'm on birthdays. Um, so um, any birthdays that we haven't already sung for this week coming? There is Jonathan and Matthew. Jonathan's Jonathan and Matthew. Yeah, oh, not here, so don't, bother, don't worry about singing. But um, <laughs> there's tomorrow uh, and Tuesday. Yeah, me, Dave. Sorry? Uh, it's mine. It's yours, Lee. Yeah, it's also Mike's yeah. as well, but he's not on. Oh, when when was it? Or is it? Uh, mine's uh, the 30th. 30th. So not quite that, that sort of total eclipse that is uh, Mr. Barrows, um, but uh, still uh, still pretty pretty close. Right, okay then. So we're going to sing to Lee. Um, there is a piano in the other room, but I just can't be bothered to, uh, to take all the technology there. So, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Lee. Happy birthday to you. going to listen now to our readings for this morning from the book of Ecclesiastes and from the book of Psalms. Okay, so the first reading is from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 to 8. A time for everything. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. There is a time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them in. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear, a time to mend, a time to be silent, a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Amen. Psalm 147. Praise the Lord. How good it is to sing praises to our God are pleasant and fitting to praise him. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. 
He determines the number of the stars and calls them each by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. The Lord sustains the humble, but casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with grateful praise. Make music to our God on the harp. He covers the sky with clouds. He supplies the earth with rain and makes grass grow on the hills. He provides food for the cattle and for the young ravens when they call. His pleasure is not in the strength of the horse, nor his delight in the legs of the warrior. The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Extol the Lord, Jerusalem. Praise your God, Zion. He strengthens the bars of your gates and blesses your people within you. He grants peace to your borders and satisfies you with the finest of wheat. He sends his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. He spreads the snow like wool and scatters the frost like ashes. He hurls down hail like pebbles. Who can withstand his icy blast? He sends his word and melts them. He stirs up his breezes and the waters flow. He has revealed his word to Jacob, his laws and decrees to Israel. He has done this for no other nation. They do not know his laws. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Derek and Elaine. I don't know if you're a fan of winter or not. For many, winter is a time of shivering, freezing hands and freezing feet. It's a time of cold, dark mornings and long, dark nights. Days shortened when fitting everything in seems more of a challenge. Winter's a time when windows are steamed up and washing is found drying on the radiator. Winter means the garden is drab and the trees are bare. Winter is a time of icy pavements, frost, snow and biting winds. It's a time when many of us yearn for the warmth of summer months gone by or for the beauty of autumn colours. For others, it is a time when our thoughts leap forward to springtime and our hopes are placed there. Of course, not everyone views winter in this way. There are many things to enjoy about winter too. As a poet, Mohammed Mohammed writes in his poem, Winter, a poem about why you should like it too. Winter poem. When it rains under the clouds' thoughts, we have no choice but to listen and observe. The television screens make it seem like Monday mornings are a day to hate. I would push the limits to challenge those thoughts. It's something about these cold days in winter that have me thinking beyond the moon's rotation. I don't get to think much in the long days of the summer because I'm too concerned with the sunshine. There are many reasons to love the short days in December as my connection with God betters. Try praying through the long, dark nights and you tell me what it's like to converse with angels. To be honest, I love wrapping my body like a present indoors, 
Sometimes my mood chooses to hate the cold, though my humble eyes retaliate to dreams I see when the water pours onto my windows. Beautiful dead leaves stuck on the sharp edges of the fence reminds me of a friend that once passed. Flashbacks of days gone by turn my experiences into a reflective one. Like when the snow assembles onto the windows of a car, it reminds me of life. For me to see my reflection, I would have to clean up the screen, blocking me from reality. And sometimes I don't bother, so I walk on down the road to regret mistakes I left on the bus, with people arguing if the windows should be open or shut. I regret not defending the weak by standing up. Winter is a time that loved ones find each other in spaces they haven't occupied before. Every evening feels like a Sunday, when all you want to do is snuggle up. TV shows suck, so I wait for the holiday season as cartoons like Lion King are the highlight of my night. Back-to-back films with my nieces and nephews. I wonder what they paint in their minds. My mother, the epitome of love. The smallest things are made reality in the winter. And she believes in every ambitious art presented by her daughters and sons. Truth be told, I can write an essay about how amazing it looks to live in cold London, how the beautiful Tower Bridge lights up the river of our minds. I can't deny my dislike towards cold temperatures, so I still choose to walk with a big jacket and a wand tucked in my pocket, dreaming of a magic trick to see spring again. But I remind myself of how privileged I am to be sitting here, pouring my ink onto paper about the beautiful, warm winter days. I love the words of this poem. For me, it captures many of the gifts of the season. The chance to get cosy warm with winter coats and Ugg boots and the joy of hot chocolate. It includes much of our human response to winter. The cold weather combines with the dimming light so that we often choose to stay home in the evenings and to relax instead of rushing out. The shortened days and long dark nights of winter mean we are less willing to cram into our lives things that our already too full schedules hold. So winter gives us an opportunity to recognise we can't do everything and to embrace wholeheartedly God's gift of rest, not simply for the Sabbath, but for a season. We see this rhythm played out in God's creation. Seeds sown in spring have grown, fruited and provided for our needs. Trees that provided shelter for wildlife have now shed their leaves, which in due course will rot down and provide nutrients for the coming year. Plants in our gardens, which have seemingly died, lie dormant within the ground. Creation sleeps in winter. Winter brings with it its own unique gifts and tasks. Our reading from Ecclesiastes reminds us that God gives his creation a season and a time for everything. The winter, it is a time of waiting, of slowing down. It is a time to make space from the busyness of doing. And with this slowing down and resting, 
With this making space, we are given time to draw closer to God and to listen to him. As the poet writes, there's something about these cold days in the winter that have me thinking. I don't think too much in the summertime because I'm too concerned with the sunshine. There are many reasons to love these short days in December when my connection with God betters. Try praying through the long nights of December and then tell me what it feels like conversing with angels. Mohammed speaks of his reflective mood. Snow on the windows reminds me that to see my reflection, I have to clear up the screen blocking me from reality. And then when he sees clearly, he speaks of his regrets, not standing up for the week on the bus. For many, this is their truth. The long winter nights force us into inactivity and reflection, searching our lives for meaning, reaching out to God, whether people realise it or not, in these short December days and long nights. Winter welcomes us into a quiet place to hear what God would have for us. It provides its own unique opportunities for spiritual growth as we reflect on the change of the season and listen for what the Father wants to tell us about our faith and walk with him. Our psalm describes and reminds us that it is God who sends the changing seasons and that all have a purpose with him. Where we may only see on the surface, God knows the innermost workings of the world and how seemingly difficult times of year that hold no physical harvest have fruit of their own. For me, one of the wonderful things about life is its constant ability to surprise me. Just when we think we've seen it all, an experience comes along which leaves us gasping in astonishment. Undreamt of horizons suddenly open to us. And it's not only the unfamiliar which has this power to amaze. It can equally be the ordinary, everyday things of life known to us that we've come to take for granted. Suddenly they take on a wholly unexpected dimension to the eye of faith, speaking of God. This is as much a gift of the season of winter as any other time. As we reflect, we are taught. In listening to the winter songbird, so different from that of spring, the opportunity to practice our waiting, patience and listening, so we may wait with patience to hear God. In the cry of a newborn child, the sound of prayer rather than the words. In the light of a rainbow, the promise of God kept even in the dimming light. In the pattern of a snowflake, the value of each unique being to God. In the form of a bare tree, the worth of simplicity in our lives with God. And in the simple beauty of a star, the majesty of God and the wonder of his love for us. Our psalm confirms God guides everything with a purpose, that we can seek him in all seasons and throughout his creation. So I invite you this morning to take a moment with me to practice slowing down, resting, reflecting, listening to God, considering our own journeys with him and looking at the Christmas tree in a new way and through the eyes of faith 
as we listen to this poem, The Un-Christmas Tree, by Rosie Miles and Nicholas Slee. The un-Christmas tree has no lights except what filters through its space. No tinsel except its own astringent needles. No star except those caught in its branches. No presents except the gifting of itself. The un-Christmas tree costs nothing at all except the grace to notice where it grows. Let's take some time of wondering together. The young Christmas tree has no lights, except what filters through its spaces. I wonder where we see the light in the dark months of winter. Where does the Christ light shine? For who do we hold the Christ light? No tinsel except its own astringent needles. I wonder if we compare our faith journey to others and find it lacking. Is it too mundane and ordinary? Do we need the sparkle or do we embrace our gifts, however humble? No star except those caught in its branches. I wonder, are we always searching for God in the extraordinary, the miraculous? Do we overlook him, caught up in our Mondays through Saturdays? No presence except the gifting of itself. I wonder... Do we ask for an easy discipleship, for success in all our missional endeavours? Do our prayers for the world look like lists for Santa that we expect ticked off by God? Are we content to ask for his presence with us, to walk with us, to guide us and strengthen us? The gift we have already been given. The un-Christmas tree costs nothing at all except the grace to notice where it grows. I wonder if we want so desperately to please God that we worry about what we cannot give him. Time, talents, resources, when all he asks for is ourselves. Let us pray. God of creation, thank you for the beauty of winter, for the breathtaking spectacle of icy trees against a snowy winter's background. Thank you for magical, sparkling, patterned miracles that you create to fall from the sky. I give you thanks for all the winter fun you allow us to have for cosy book reading by the fire, as well as delicious hot chocolate and friends to share happy times with. Thank you for this time to rest, to slow down, to simply be. 
for the opportunity to grow closer to you as we reflect on your word, on your world, on your wonders and your gifts in winter. Amen. And I'll hand over to Dave for our prayers to the community in the wider world. So, let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this time of celebration. We thank you for this time of light and this time of renewal with the celebration of Jesus' birth. Lord, it has been quite a year. And Lord, we pray now for all of those who have been affected by this horrible virus throughout the 2020. But Lord, we also bring before you those families who have lost loved ones and friends to COVID-19 during 2020. Some of those we know personally, but there are hundreds of thousands, millions of people across the world who've lost their lives to this disease. Lord, we pray for each of those families now, some known to us, many not. Lord, we pray for those in our community for whom these lockdowns and measures are a double-edged sword. Lord, that they will keep them safe from catching COVID, but it will make them lonely. Nor we pray that you will show us how to reach out our hand of friendship and fellowship to each one to respond to their needs. Lord, we also pray for the areas that <clears throat> of the world that have been forgotten as a result of Christmas, as a result of COVID, those areas in the Middle East and in the Far East that still have wars going on and persecution going on. Lord, we pray for those <clears throat> for whom there is no safety in their house. Their house might be blown up by a bomb. There is no safety in their house if the police turn up because they're a Christian. And at this time where we are free, in a sense, to celebrate over Zoom, we pray for those who do not have that luxury. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy Sin like never before, oh my. 
I think it's me. 
Um, so if you want to put yourself on gallery um, and, uh, and then unmute, we will have the normal end of service chaos. Um, apologies to, to those on the, the phone for which uh, this, is a, this is a less than exciting experience. But there we are. Right. So we're going to say the grace together. Oh, see uh, Fiona's uh, cat has just joined us. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> very, very tasty lens it is too. Okay. Yeah. And... For the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, and the Amen. Amen.